0: By what name are you known? There are some who call me Tim. It's time to break the stigma by cracking a smile. You're listening to 2010 Minutes, a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight and personal stories. I am your host, Tim McCarthy, and welcome. To learn more about me, you can go to 2010minutes.com. You can also download the 2010 Minutes app on both iPhone and Android. But how's everybody doing? It's been a little bit, I know. I'm back in the saddle. Didn't think I'd be back, but I am. Hopefully uh, you guys are still rocking with me or chilling with me, whatever you want to say, so I do appreciate it. Now, if you haven't caught up on my recent interviews, I got Druvan Patel, uh, the owner of OcuShield, where we talk about blue light and how the screens are just affecting our brains and eyes and straining them. Pretty good interview. You can also buy OcuShield. If you use the code 20Tim, you get 20% off. Uh, that's not even an ad. They just told me to use that. I don't get any money from that, so don't worry about it. And then Stephanie Oaks, soccer player, professional soccer player, who played for the under-23 U.S. women's soccer team, was the MVP. We talk about her life and how she dealt with uh, anxiety mental health and how she's looking to go into the practice and help people with mental health good good interviews for both of them so check those out if you haven't already um, but yeah it's been uh, it's been a tough time for your boy lately and uh, I'm just glad that I have the motivation to do this and um, I thank you for everyone being patient so therapy has been going good he's been very challenging and um, it's fun in a way because I make him laugh all the time but he always asks me questions whether he like stumps me or I have to ask it again in a different way and uh, recently we're talking about how I like don't feel like a grown-up and I haven't felt like a grown-up in a long time like I'm a kid trapped in a body and uh, he made me get this book it's uh, how to be an adult but I put a sticker over it so people wouldn't know what I was reading so it says how to be a functioning psychopath. I don't read so this is gonna be tough for you boy. Um, psychological and spiritual adulthood, adulthood. oh my God, Tim, psychological and spiritual adulthood does not come automatically with age. It requires our ongoing and ardent work. Don't know what ardent means on ourselves. It involves articulating our own truth and acting in accord with its challenges. Um, that's a handbook for achieving psychological and spiritual health. So it's not really a book on like how to be an adult, like one, two, three, but it looks like it's, um, it's more deep. It's more deep than that, and uh, I'm very nervous to read this book because I have therapy tomorrow, and he wanted me to read a couple chapters, and I tried reading a couple earlier, and there was just words like ardent in there that I don't know what they mean. So your boy's going to be struggling with that. Um, So I'll keep you updated on this book. If you've read it and you want to give me some Spock notes, hit your boy up at Tim at at 2010minutes.com. Again, my email is Tim at 2010minutes.com. You can reach me there or just go to my website. Um, so yeah, I missed a couple weeks because I went camping. Uh, had Fourth of July. Um, I had a lot of things going on that I was juggling, and I just realized I needed to take me time. And I know a lot of people out there that have stress and going through depression. Make sure you take some me time or you time, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I needed it. Uh, I'm not a big camper, I went with Jacqueline Camping, and uh, yeah, I'm more of a city kid, more of an outdoorsy kid. I don't like bugs. I don't like not being able to see at night. Um, it's cool to like look at the stars and maybe feel the rain. Let the rain fall down and touch my head. Is that Hilary Duff? I don't know. But yeah, um, and then 4th of July was really good. hung out with my friends and uh, celebrated the 4th. It's been a long time, a lot going on. I don't even know if this episode is going to be chock-filled of information, but I'm just glad to be back and uh, hopefully we can talk about some interesting things today. Um, So yeah, I've been losing the will with the podcast a little bit. I'm going to talk about that more and what the status of 2010 Minutes is going to be moving forward. yeah, I've just been down and out a lot. I don't know if I'm losing interest in the podcast or just like things around me that are very tough. Still going through the divorce and being separated from your wife and still living together is interesting. Um, we're still great friends, but it's still not easy whatsoever. Um, it works for us. It might sound weird, but it's uh, it's going as well as it could be. But I know that's it's still beating me up at times and I'm not going to lie about it because why would I? It's 20-10 minutes. I'm very open about this podcast, but yeah, I haven't been sleeping well. Uh, I haven't been eating well. Uh, that's a fact. Definitely been gaining weight, and uh, I'm not happy about it. When I was training jujitsu, I'm a five six human. I'm five feet of funk, you know. And uh, my best weight I've ever been at when I was competing was 145 pounds. Right, little guy. I know. And everyone's like, "Oh yeah, you don't look overweight," but like, doesn't mean I'm not healthy. So right now, the the biggest I ever was was 170. And I'm at 169, and I couldn't be more upset about it. I'm still going to the gym, but I'm just eating absolute trash. A good analogy that someone made of me is like, you know in video games when you like hit over a barrel, like those beat-em-up games, and there's like a turkey, and you just pick up the turkey or the random apple? Like That's how my meals are made. I just walk around knocking barrels over and picking up whatever I can eat. Not really, but that's how I uh, don't—I just don't know. But I do have weight issues, but not to the sense of like it's it's something bad, because I did look into it. Studies have shown that around 25% of male children and adolescents were worried about their bodies, wanting more toned and defined muscles, while 30% of high school-age males expressed the desire to gain weight to appear more muscular. A study of over 50,000 adults reported that over 40% of men thought they were too heavy, while 16% said that they felt uncomfortable in a swimsuit and 11% thought they were unattractive. 21% of men said they wouldn't feel able to reach out about how they feel, while just 26% said they were happy with their parents. So according to the NEDA, which is the National Eating Disorders Association, around 0.1% of men will be living with anorexia at any given point, while men are actually at higher risk of dying from that condition. That's very interesting. One condition that primarily affects men is muscle dysformia. Sometimes uh, called bigorexia, bigorexia, B-I-G-O-R-E-X-I-A, bigorexia, bigorexia. It's a type of body dysphoria, but is often bracketed together with eating disorders due to similarities. I can see that and a lot of men with mental health is tough to talk about. And I know a lot of men, like these studies show that they don't feel comfortable with their bodies. And it's like that whole like Hollywood, like you look at Ryan Gosling and you look at one of the Hemsworth brothers, and you're like, damn. But they got money. If I had money and I had all the time in the world, I'd be shredded. Like, I'm a little guy. I can get there, but my stomach is pretty big. I I wouldn't put myself in any of these categories. Uh, Do I feel happy with my appearance? No. Um, I wish I could be a little bit better, but I know I can be if I had more discipline. So I do feel bad for these people that have conditions. And I know anorexia is usually with women, but obviously men can have it too. And it's very interesting to read that uh, we're higher at risk from dying from that condition. Um, somebody with that condition may believe that their body is too small or skinny, which is the big orexia. Big orexia. I don't know how to pronounce that word. You just say it any way you want. Somebody with the condition may believe that their body is too small or skinny or not muscular enough, even though they'll often have a muscular build already. It's linked to lower self esteem as well as post trauma or bullying. Oh, man. Talk about bullying. Like the big kid back in the day, like you would go to the pool and you would wear a shirt in the pool and like people would make fun of him. That must have been awful. Because like some some dudes and some girls like don't want to show off their bodies at the beach because of this. And that's unfortunate. Everyone's good looking. You know what I mean? If you're big, you're big. You're big and beautiful. If you're little, you're little and beautiful. No, You shouldn't care what other people think. And that's a lot easier said than done. I get it. I'm very... Uh, I'm very uh, critiquing of my body. Like, I have patchy hair. I have like hair on my shoulders, and like, I have a patchy back where it looks like the forest of like Legend of Zelda. I, like, I, I'm very like moderately hairy. Like, I would rather be fully hairy or not hairy at all. It's like the same thing with being bald. Like, I'm bald in the front, but I, I can do like the Hulk Hogan hair if I really wanted to. It's like, how about you just, just get rid of all of it? Why can't, why is it just the front? Why is, why is that? I don't like that at all. Being a bald guy kind of sucks, especially when it grows a little bit. I would just love to be like a Stone Cold Steve Austin and just bald. Like, how much maintenance does he have? Because he doesn't do that every day. I just think his hair doesn't grow anymore. Um, but seriously, if you or a loved one are coping with an eating disorder, contact the National Eating Disorders Association, the NEDA, for support at 1-800-931-2237. That's 1-800-931-2237. Um, so yeah, talk about like anorexia a lot um, before on the podcast, and I'm just going to go over a little bit some more. So research, researchers have found that anorexia can be can have a bigger effect on the brain structure than any other mental health conditions like depression and OCD. I can only imagine because your body is trying to consume so much energy, and when if you're anorexic, I can just assume that you're, it's like being dehydrated, I would, I would, that has to be with, with that a lot. Again, I'm not a professional, this is all just guessing, so don't take this as facts. Um, the study suggested that people with anorexia are more likely to display reductions in three key measures of the brain, including surface area and thickness. If anorexia is treated early on, the reductions in gray matter may not be permanent. Brain structure can also change in people with other conditions like depression, ADHD, OCD, and stress. However, the reductions noted in people with anorexia are between two and four times larger than reductions in people with other condition. Though there's no conclusive evidence yet, it's thought that the decrease, the decrease in brain size may be due to reductions in body mass of people with their condition. So yeah, it kind of makes a little bit sense. Um, yeah, so if you're dealing with anorexia, you know somebody, again, call that number 1-800-931-2237. Um But yeah, there's a past episode you can listen to uh, more about the interact. I actually don't know when to, like, I don't even know how to be a podcaster. Like, I bring up old things sometimes, but then I don't. Um, So I, because I don't know, like, how it works when people listen. It's like, do people listen from the beginning? They just hop in whenever. Like, I don't want to bore people with the same thing every week, you know? what do you guys want to hear? That's what I want to know. I feel like my podcast structure is me talking at the beginning about like what I got going on. Then I talk about a little bit of what's going on uh, around the world. Uh, And around the world, uh, I didn't get to talk about this, which is a hot topic was the Roe versus Wade with the whole abortion laws. I don't like to put my two cents and what my side is. But the fact that Women can't decide what to do with their bodies is absolutely bananas to me. When that came out in the news, I was like, wait, what year is it? Because I think everybody should be able to choose what they do with their own body. And when it comes to like the religion or like the Bible belt area, and it's like, what like who who's choices it to make make like i don't even understand it i don't understand it it boggles my mind and i'm not even going to talk about it that much because i'm not educated enough in politics and i understand that but i can only imagine the the pain that women can face when it comes to this like and i have brought this up before it's like a woman could be sexually assaulted be pregnant and she can get in trouble for aborting it when she didn't ask for it or Even if she needs to abort a baby that might kill her for a medical reason. I know that that's happened before, I think. Again, I'm not really well-versed in women's bodies and I don't have a kid. But there's got to be examples out there that where a woman can't keep the kid for a medical reason. And if she aborts it, she's going to get in trouble. Is that right? Is that what I'm like reading? Because that doesn't make any sense to me. But the whole Roe vs. Wade um, topic, I can only imagine for some women, especially in the States, that... Uh, ban abortions I guess like Massachusetts is lucky enough to let people to make their own choices but I can only imagine again I'm not going to talk about it as much because um, I'm not that smart Um, do you ever feel like you can't do anything right because I do all the time there are endless reasons why you might experience the thought and feelings that nothing you do is right in life there are some most common reasons which is stress, overwhelm and your self worth there's things you can do to help that I'm going to go over a couple of them. Before I go over a couple of them, I'm going to talk about my experience with that. Um, when I feel like I can't do anything right, I beat myself down even more. Hence that I need a book to called How to Be an Adult because I don't know how to be an adult. And I get really bogged down with how I am like mentally. And I think to help myself get out of that rut is like anything else in life. As I just need water, sleep, music, and... I can try to get out of that funk. This one is a lot more detailed for people. One is uh, let yourself feel this way. I was born this way. I don't know how people do that. You just let yourself feel this way. Like I just deal with it. And I guess I do in a sense that when uh, something like that happens, I just kind of like, oh, that is what it is. People that say is it is what it is have nothing to lose. You can't, you got to look out for those people. I'm one of those people. Look out. Uh, prove yourself wrong what you've done right. That's a pretty good one because I I don't look at, again, I've always tiptoed this line of I don't know if I'm being cocky or confident, and I get very nervous about being confident because I don't want to come off as cocky, but prove yourself wrong in what you've done right, and there are some things I've done right in life, and then there's some things I haven't done right in life. Um, Speak to yourself the way you speak to others, That's, that's a big one for me. I speak to myself like uh, I hate the person, and that's myself. I'm very nice to other people. I feel like for the most part, I try to motivate people, but I can barely even motivate myself. So that's something that I could uh, I could work on myself. Then there's go for a walk, which I feel like we all know. Getting that vitamin D, getting that blood pumping. Just walking around. I have been doing walks. When I've been going to the gym, I do like a quick little walk. And then I on the treadmill, I do a little steep hill because now that I'm camping, I got to go hiking. So my legs aren't ready for that yet. So I'm building that up. So go for a walk and that'll help you out. Talk to a friend or loved one. I've been on the fence about this with friends that, friends that you should reach out to that you talk to on the normal basis, but you also got to be careful of that if it's a one-way conversation. Because I know a lot of the times I kept on being like, oh, go reach out to somebody, reach out to a friend, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, you know what? Take some time and see if that person reaches back out to you sometimes. And, And then a lot of the time that doesn't happen. So I would say be careful, but make sure you know who your circle is and reach out to them if you know, if you need to have them. Practice self-care. I needed to do that and get uh, needed to take some breaks from the podcast. Um, do a good deed. That one's fun. Like buying a coffee for someone behind you at the coffee shop. And then just taking a break. Taking a break and practice self-care is like one and two for me. Because I love not doing anything. It's so relaxing, but it's so stressful sometimes too. Because I'm like, I got to get so much done. And I've done nothing. So if uh, you feel like you're not doing anything right, sit with it, eat it, try to fix it, motivate yourself, think about the positive things. This is just me paraphrasing everything right, real quick. And uh, just make sure you take care of yourself and don't let yourself beat yourself down. Because it's easy to do and you got to build yourself up. So I was listening to uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band because I'm going to see them. And I'm very, uh, I'm very pumped to go see them because it's going to be my second time, and I love it. And I read this: listening to music with a groove rhythm can boost brain performance for those who are familiar with it. Researchers found that groove music improved executive function, and executive function is a set of cognitive skills related to memory, organization, self-control, following directions, and multitasking. Let's groove tonight, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like so, if you listen to groovy music. You are doing something right in life. So if you're down and out, throw in some grooves and you'll just, you'll just be grooving out. You'll be performing that brain at the highest extent. So if you like some groovy music, let me know because I love listening to some good grooves. Um, Yeah. So I'm going to end with this and talk about the podcast a little bit. I want you to know that where this podcast is going to be going in the future and how I'm going to handle it. And I don't know if I should keep on going, take a break, or just stop. But I've decided that. I'm not fucking leaving! <laughs> the show goes on! This is my home! They're gonna need a fucking wrecking ball! That's get- right. I ain't doing it. I ain't fucking leaving. I'm going. I'm I'm proving myself wrong. I'm going to keep on pushing, and I'm not letting this stop me, okay? I've been bogged down and, and beat down, and I've been beating myself down. It's nobody else but me, and I need to keep pushing forward, and I want to keep pushing this podcast. I had a great conversation with the consult with a future interview I'm going to have with a person named Emma Benoit. She is a beautiful human uh, that she wanted. She c- tried to commit suicide. and She shot herself in the fucking chest. Survived. Was in a wheelchair for quite some time. Still has trouble walking. But I talked to her, and we had such a great chemistry. And she like motivated me to get back on the horse with this podcast. And I cannot wait. Cannot wait to talk to her and share this with you because she is extraordinary, um, badass girl, and uh, super southern. Uh, I can't wait to. I love southern people. Southern bells, the best. So, yes, I ain't fucking leaving. I'm staying. 20-10 minutes. The wheels are back on. One tire was a little bit deflated, and it keeps going around and around. I just got to deal with it. But you know what? I changed that tire. I put put a little patch on it. Put that thing back up. The wheels may be wobbling, but the wheels have not fallen off. Thank you guys for checking out 20-10 minutes. I love you, and have a good one. We're clear. Get in. Get in. Kiss my ass. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.